Welcome to the Black Girl Burnout Podcast. Kelly here. And today we're going to continue with our three-part series on how to access your inheritance and what are the qualities that you deserve in your life. Last episode, we talked about opting out of the struggle and opting into your true birthright, which was joy. We talked about how to bring more joy into your life and the benefits of joy. Today, we're going to talk about abundance, how to opt into abundance in your life. I truly believe that is also a birthright for us as black women. And when we talk about abundance, I'm not necessarily talking about financial wealth or having a great quantity of things. There's nothing wrong with surrounding yourself with the things that you love. And there's certainly no shame in being financially stable or financially wealthy. But abundance runs deeper than that. It's a mindset. And we're going to focus on abundance mindset today and how to put more of that into our lives by talking about four tools to bring, manifest more abundance in your world. I talk a lot about abundance being uh, inheritance of black women because it is so opposite of what we are taught about black history, what we are taught about black culture at times, and the myths around our history, and our lives. I bring most things back to slavery because it has such a global impact on all of us. And when I talk about slavery, I talk about it as this unspeakable trauma that has happened to a a culture and a community of folks that we are still unraveling and healing from. And in that trauma are these lies that we have been taught about ourselves and about our culture. Some of those lies are based on historical fact. For example, when we talk about abundance, the opposite of abundance is scarcity. And there is a myth around our culture and community that all we have access to is scarcity. Historically, scarcity the complete opposite of abundance, runs deeply through our history of our culture in America particularly. Cut off from the historical abundance of Africa or the Caribbean or these other places, uh, Black Americans can only look back to their start in this country and it is filled with lots and lots of deprivation and air and scarcity. Slavery took everything from a person. There was scarcity of actual money, scarcity of clothing, but scarcity of education, scarcity of joy, scarcity of opportunity, all tied into the history of so many of us who are descendants of slaves. And so it's easy to believe the lie that Our inherited struggle, particularly as you move through history historically, is fighting, fighting, fighting for a scrap of something, fighting for human dignity, fighting for freedom, fighting for education, fighting for love. You will see no shortage of court cases in America, Supreme Court cases that 
are basically that. They're the fight for the rights of black Americans. And when a history like that hits you, it can be so heavy. And it can make you think that maybe this is all there is. It's just struggle after struggle after struggle. I'm here to tell you that is an absolute lie. That the myth that you have to fight, I I think as I'm saying this, I'm thinking about that line from The Color Purple when Oprah says, all my life I had to fight. Uh, The myth of that, we have to get rid of. Because it is a lie. That for every moment of struggle, there is opportunity for joy. And there's opportunity for more. More of what you want in your life. So let's dig in and talk about how to do that. The first of the four ways to bring more abundance into your life is to change your perspective. This is one of the most difficult things to do, but one of the most rewarding journeys you could take yourself on. And that is being able to see things differently than you've seen them before. Oftentimes when we're locked in the struggle, we only see scarcity. Again, the opposite of abundance. We only see the lack. We see what's missing in our lives. Maybe we're not partnered. Maybe we haven't figured out what we're going to do for our career or work. Maybe we're not able to have the health that we want. When we focus on what we don't have, we basically demonstrate we believe the lie that we have to fight for everything and we will always be lacking. Instead, perspective change allows us to think about what we do have in our lives. Maybe we don't have the partner of our dreams, but maybe we have beautiful family, wonderful children. We have great amounts of love in our life, even if it's not romantic love. And if you're looking for episodes to kind of help you get to that point in your life, don't forget to check out the recent episodes of opting into romance, and the episode on what are you waiting for, opting out of waiting. Perspective is everything. Being able to focus on what you have versus what you lack. Getting up every morning and acknowledging the things that you have, even if it's just I have a roof over my head, is a key to unlocking an abundance mindset that lets you believe that there is enough for everyone. And everything you need will come to you. The second tool closely linked to changing perspective is that once you do that, you need to opt into gratitude. We've had a whole episode on that. But you want to think about gratitude as being a tool to help you change your perspective and unlock abundance. Gratitude is something that many people actually tell me is one of the most powerful tools I've talked about on this podcast. And that's because gratitude literally changes your life. It changes your chemistry and your biology, and it makes you a happier person. Being able to talk about even just one to three things a day that you're grateful for allows you to see the world as full of opportunities and as full of things that are going well in your life. Opting into gratitude and having a gratitude practice brings more abundance into your world. 
Black representation in media means everything to me. Black girl burnout wouldn't exist if I couldn't look to other Black women in this space that came before me for inspiration and education on how to create what I've created. Well, if you're looking for the next generation of influential Black voices, look no further than NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. In this collection, you're going to hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and how people have created world-shifting things out of struggle. I just listened to an episode with Tracy Ellis Ross, where it talked about how she's iconic and she's our favorite rich auntie. The episode was inspirational and educational and, of course, funny. It is important for us to hear ourselves and to understand the power of Black women and their voices and how much we can truly create. This new series by NPR centers the story of us in a way that hasn't traditionally been done. With Black stories, Black truths, you will hear a range of voices as nuanced and as varied as the Black experience itself. And it's also a reminder that our story should never be about us, without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had one extra hour in your day, how would you use it? I know for me, I'd love to read more, spend more time with the people I love, be more efficient in what I do. But the question might be, yes, I'd love extra time, but I don't know what for or how to make that a priority. If you're looking for ways to figure out how to squeeze that extra hour in your day or how to make it a priority, how to figure out what matters most to you, therapy can help you find that. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that having a therapist has been essential to me opting out of struggle. And I would be a hypocrite as a therapist myself if I didn't talk about the benefits of therapy and how much it's helped me personally, but how much I know firsthand it helps others. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a brief questionnaire, you get matched to a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash burnout to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash burnout. Another way to bring more abundance into your life is by doing more of the things that you love. This one often gets kind of swept to the side when we're in the midst of living our lives. We might be able to be grateful every day. Like, I'm grateful for my home, I'm grateful for my family, I'm grateful for my friends. There, I did it, there's my three things. We might be able to change our perspective and be like, well, you know, it could be worse and here's how my life is good. But when we live busy, chaotic lives, we sometimes forget to do the things that we love, that truly bring us joy. Joy and abundance are intertwined. You can't have one really without the other. People who live abundantly are joyful people. And joyful people tend to have an abundance mindset. Therefore, spending more time doing the activities you love 
really ensures that you have an opt into abundance in your life. When we do the things that we love, we experience chemical changes. We have releasing of happy hormones, as they call them. But other things happen when we do what we love. We think better. There are studies that show the connection between innovation and rest and creativity and play. But those three things actually make people more creative in problem solving and that they're able to kind of multitask in a way in their brain. Their brain, while it's doing something it loves, will start figuring out solutions to the problems in your life. Doing more of what you love doesn't just reduce stress and make you happier. It also makes you more creative in a way that maybe you figure out the next big idea while in the midst of play. Maybe you figure out what you need to do to change your life just a little bit this way to unlock more financial opportunities or more relationship opportunities. Doing what you love is not just simply, oh, I have to make time for a hobby. Doing what you love makes time for yourself and pays you back double and triple in ideas that you may generate and life changes that may result. Do not deprioritize play, doing things that you love, having joy. Scientifically, I could tell you it's helpful but more on an emotional kind of spiritual way. Doing what you love changes you. It prioritizes yourself. It brings more abundance in your life. Last but not least, another way to bring more abundance in your life is to surround yourself with people who have a similar mindset as you do. Scarcity mindset breeds competition, which we've talked about in this podcast as well before. It breeds competition and tension between others. If you think you have to fight for every piece of something in your world, there is no room for true friendship, true love, because every person in your life is potential competition. People with scarcity mindset tend to surround themselves with people they perceive to have less than them or be less than them. And that breeds ugliness, frankly. And it's the enemy of abundance. On the flip side, having people in your world who you cheer for, you genuinely cheer for, and they genuinely cheer for you, brings more opportunities and reinforces those other tools I talked about. It reinforces changing perspective. Having a good friend always helps you find the right perspective. Having a good friend in your life or good people around you helps you easily be grateful. Having good people around you helps you do more of the things you love because they encourage you to do so. Really what I'm talking about is community. Creating abundance in your life usually happens when people have a solid community around them. And if you are struggling to build community, 
our last part in our three-part series is going to be about that, about the inheritance that you have of not just joy and abundance, but that a key aspect of our inheritance as black women is community. So stay tuned for the next episode when I deep dive into how to build a community, the community of your inheritance amongst each other and bringing in others into your life that help build you up. Today's healing practice is pretty simple. I want you to pick one of the tools I've talked about, perspective change, gratitude, uh, anyone that I've talked about today, doing more of what you love, and start by dedicating five minutes today to do one of those things, to meditate on perspective shifting, to write down a quick gratitude list, so many of you are doing that now, and good for you. Or do more of what you love. Spend five minutes dancing. Spend five minutes singing. Spend five minutes watching something that brings you absolute joy. That's your healing practice for today. So that's it for today's episode of the podcast. You can find this podcast across all major platforms. Please subscribe, like, share with people who are like-minded or might enjoy this podcast. We are a growing community. I cannot tell you how many of you there are. It's not tens. It's not hundreds. It's thousands of you who are listening to this podcast and joining the movement to opt out of the struggle. If you feel inclined to do so, Feel free to leave a review or a rating. Now Spotify has that option. And until I talk to you next, take care of each other and take care of yourselves.